Well, hello. Welcome back to It's the Fab Collective podcast with your host, Lucy Mitchell, which would be me. Um, wow. Okay. It has been a whirlwind of a few couple weeks. So I thought I would dedicate this episode um, to just kind of sharing what's been going on and what I have utilized to kind of get through some pretty, like, I wouldn't say traumatic, but um, sorrowful experiences, if you want to call them that. So it's been two weeks. Yeah, it's been two weeks. So two weeks ago, tomorrow, technically, anyways, it's been two weeks, I had to put my best friend of 12 years down, my beautiful senior golden retriever, Max. We got Max in 2009. Yeah, because he would have been 13. And it was really a fluke thing that we got this dog. We already had a cat. My husband is not an animal person by any means. And I grew up where you, I mean, like my sister brought home puppies one time that she found in a bush. My mom was driving to work. She worked out kind of like in the fields and she brought home a turtle. She brought home a chicken. Um, I brought home a dog. My poor dad, I'm telling you, he just, okay, you know, all right. And then he unfortunately would have to be the person that if they got sick or something happened, he was, he was the dad who took them out to the fields. Okay. He just didn't have the heart to go into a vet and like put them down. So, I mean, I think a lot of our pets that for whatever reason, whether we moved somewhere, I, I don't remember the reasons, ended up out at the port with him, <laughs> to be honest with you, because that's where he worked. So, um, you know, marrying my husband and he was like, no, I, I don't want any pets. And then a friend of mine posted a picture of these kittens that were left in front of a Safeway. So, of course, I had to take one. And his name was Stewie. And um, he was with us until 2015. And uh, he got sick with cancer. And so prior to that, about 2009, my girlfriend that I worked at a salon with, um, she posted a picture or she shared a picture at the salon of this beautiful, like red golden retriever. She got the female. And her name was Maya. They named her Maya. And I looked at my, I showed my husband, and I was like, we have to get one. There's like one left. We can't leave this one. Like all the others have been adopted. And he's like, there's probably something wrong with it. I said, I don't care. We can't leave this beautiful golden retriever puppy by itself. So of course, on Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving morning of that year, and we had people coming over and everything. I don't know what we were thinking. <laughs> we drove out to, I believe it was Turlock. Um, when we lived in California, and picked up this adorable, light, golden, blonde, golden retriever. Cutest face, softest skin, I mean fur, like loved all the kisses. I was obsessed. My husband was like, I'm not picking up poop. I'm not taking it to the vet. I'm not walking. I mean, He's changed over the years, but at the time, I later found out it had to do with some trauma that he dealt with having a pet, and, and he just hadn't gotten over that. But this dog, we named him Max. Um, 
was, was to become my best friend. I mean, I was his master. Everywhere I went, he went. He was a runner, okay? This dog escaped over the 12 years with us five times. Uh, gave me heart attacks. Like, whether it was a kid leaving a door open, whether it was a, a somehow a crack in a fence. Like, if that dog could figure out a way to get out, he would do it. In fact, when we had our boxer, Charlie... Charlie, I think, was an accomplice, or he would just go with him, and Charlie would come back. But Max, we would be, like, into the night, driving around, and almost all five times, I found him at somebody else's house, just getting loved on. <laughs> I'm telling you. I mean, it was a miracle in some of these streets that we lived by that he did not get hit, because he could run like nobody's business. He was... He was just a sweetheart, and he'd come back home. We'd get him home. I'd give him a little scolding, and he'd look at me with those puppy dog eyes and end up with a treat. I mean, at one point when he ran away um, and with his brother, Charlie, and it was five days, luckily, because I had posted it all over Facebook and on, like, Craigslist, my the, the receptionist or the secretary at my at my children's elementary school happened to live in this neighborhood that they were going around asking if anybody whose dogs these were because they were together. And one house had Charlie, our boxer, and two doors down had our golden retriever. I mean, it was God. It was something that, like, she was able to be like, I think I've seen these dogs, and we were able to get them back home. And during that time that they had ran away, Max was eating steak, and Charlie had a bunch of toys bought for him. Okay, they were not roughing it underneath a freeway, okay? They were living the high life. But, you know, Charlie ended up getting sick with cancer about two years into us living here in Oregon, and we had to put him down. The, the medicine and stuff wasn't working. And, oh, I did, I digress. This is also, uh, we've now added another dog, which is our little Chewini, Bobby. And we added him as a rescue. I got him in 2016, about a year after my dad had passed away, right before we moved here. I needed a therapy dog, and it turns out that he needed a therapy person. <laughs> um, so, you know, for the last couple of years, it's just been Bobby and Max. And Max, you know, he's, during the pandemic, he had a golf ball-sized tumor removed from his prostate came back like nobody's business. The only thing that we started to really notice with him was that he was having some incontinence. And they said that might be, you know, something that happens and, you know, just to, you know, live his best life. And so for the last year, he had been on medication and it just wasn't working. And I started to notice over the last couple months that he like fell down the stairs one time, you know, um, uh, would stare at the walls, would sleep a lot. He used to like walk really fast on his walks and now it was kind of like we were ahead and he was behind. And I noticed, you know, I, I kind of had to have a a coming to Jesus moment with myself. And in fact, I had seen this post by Shailene Johnson on Instagram and um, she had was going through the same thing with her dog and a lot of people messaged her encouraging her, let her know that sometimes we have to make that decision for our pets, that we think we're doing the right thing by keeping them along. And when really that's for our needs 
and not for theirs. And when she shared somebody's, you know, advice or whatnot, it really just kind of hit me. And I had told my husband, I said, I don't think he's going to make it to Texas with us, you know, because it's just not getting better. I mean, he peed on my couch a few times. I had to throw that couch away. Um, just, and I noticed he just couldn't sit still. And the reason why I'm sharing this story is because we've all been, as pet owners, we've all been through this time or this situation where we have to be the ones. It's not like you just wake up and your dog has passed away in his sleep or her sleep, or God forbid, gets hit by a car or bit by a, you know, another, attacked by another dog. Like when it's circumstances that are out of our control, like getting old, we do have to stop and think like, what is the best course of action? And so it was about two weeks ago, I, I took him to get his final grooming and I told the groomers and we all cried because they've been doing his grooming for six years. And they're like, but he looks so fine. I said, I know, but he doesn't feel fine. And and they're like, yeah, we get it. We get it. And I said, yeah, I mean, I, I could give him a bunch of treats and he's going to chase me, but he's only going to get so far. And then the rest of the day he's toast. And so, you know, that was a Tuesday. And then Wednesday we barbecued steaks. He had a beautiful steak dinner. And then that Thursday, um, you know, after I'd I had actually called the vet, I, you know, it wasn't like making an appointment. It was like, I called the vet and gave away, um, uh, I can't remember what I was saying, but anyways, I, I, I gave her all of the things that she's, that he's going through. And this has been his vet for six years. And she just said, you know, it's, I honor you for making, you know, this decision. It's not an easy one to make. And I, you know, I'm trying not to get worked up about it because it was just like, he's looking at me while I'm making this phone call. And it's like, oh my gosh, you know, I hate that I have to do this. But we, you know, we, we gave him like a, a welcome, like a go out with style party. I called a FaceTime with my older two kids so that, you know, he couldn't see them. He had cataracts and stuff, but so that they could say their goodbyes and they were emotional, which of course, you know, it was just a hot mess. And then Thursday, you know, taking him in. I mean, he fought it. He fought it till the end. He did. It's like his little body just his brain was like, I'm still here, but his body just wasn't. And it was beautiful the way, you know, I held him till his last breath. And I just got his box two days ago. And they did this beautiful clay paw print with his name and a wonderful poem. And then he's in this beautiful cedar box. Of course, Charlie's in this looks like it could be a candy canister, like a tin can. <laughs> um, that your grandma would have. So I've got to upgrade his box once we move. And it's been weird. It's been weird with him not here because he would normally, whenever I record these podcasts, he's right at my feet. And, you know, I've been watching our Chewini, our little Bobby, because he just see, thinks things are, I know he can sense things are off. But, you know, I... The, that day, the next day, my husband and I flew to Palm Springs um, to go visit my cousin. And I'm, oh my God, my cousin is my person because she just kept me occupied, let me cry, um, talked about her dog, Bindi, 
and showed me her little box that she keeps in her office. I said, yeah, my, my dogs are going to be in my office. And, um, you know, it was, it was a nice break. I played with my little nephew and, and we went bumper boating and go-kart racing. Um, and then, you know, it's like we came home and normally when we come in from the airport, he's right there. He's right there at the door running to get a toy and he wasn't. And so it just hit me all over again. And I've come to that resolution that I know I made the right decision, that I don't think he would have made the trek to, you know, we're driving. I don't know that he would have handled the heat. The heat is, you know, different in Texas. And <clears throat> that even if I would have gotten another six months out of him, would that six months been the best quality of life? And there's times in our life where we have to not be selfish and we have to think of the other person or the other thing and, and do what's right for them, even if we don't agree with it. And I have so many amazing memories with that dog. Sorry. And I will miss him so much. But I know that he is up there in doggy people heaven. And his brother Charlie waited for him. And when he showed up, he said, what took you so long? Let's go. And they're running around. And yes, maybe that's not necessarily true. But it gives me peace. And I encourage you that when you are going through something heartbreaking or uncomfortable, that you think of the positive so that you can have peace. It won't take the pain away, but it'll at least give you more moments of peace than pain. And I'm looking at his box with his favorite handkerchief we always put a handkerchief on him and told him that he was the sheriff and his favorite toy which is now a paraplegic superman because he ripped the legs off but it was his favorite toy that brought him joy and know that his spirit is here with me and that he's in a the better place so i didn't mean to make this sad but that dog was such a great dog he deserves an episode dedicated to him. And I don't know that I'll get another dog. I mean, we have Bobby and Bobby's enough. I could travel with Bobby. And But at some point when we do, I know that th that dog has got quite, quite a name to make for him or herself and uh, a high status to reach because there was no dog like my Max. So with that, thank you so much for allowing me to use this platform to share about my own experience and how I had to basically life coach myself a little bit and that it is okay. And I thank you so much for being a part of this community. Always remember that you are fierce and that you are beautiful. And that I, again, thank you so much. Until next time, have an amazing day.